What's up, everyone? This is Josh Peterson of Humanican Media. And I'm Gerald Glassford, and we're from the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. And you're listening to Weird, a Two Dudes podcast right here on the Ace Podcast Network. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. Ace Podcast. I know, that's really weird, weird, isn't it? What was that? It ran over a bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Impatient much? <laughs> I was distracted. Wait a minute, we're not supposed to be talking? Go, oh wait, stop. Go dark. We're not really here. No, not yet. Stand by. Yeah, we're not, we weren't there. Hey, Craig. Hey, uh, I mean, hello, Aaron. How are you? You know, the last show, we didn't say, hi, this is Aaron, this is Craig. We did not. No, I was so excited about my new, my new headphones that I just skipped the introduction. We're going to go into that again, huh? Yes, I want to. You know, these are uh, studio headphones that I'm wearing. They're Sue, Sue. And we're get, we're working on getting you a pair. Studio. Don't be writing checks with your mouth your butt can't cash, Anyway, right? these are the regents. You can get all kind of headphones at, at uh, Studio. Do I get to look at a list? Studio.com. Do, do I get to see the pictures and see? They're Swedish headphones. They sound yar, amazing. Yar. Yes. They sound so good. Uh, the regent that I'm wearing is the premium on-ear model, but you can also get earbuds of all different sorts. They've got the sweat-proof stuff. and You're just, nasty and sweaty. Oh, they got the big-eared version for you? <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, they got impeccable clarity. Uh, the instrumental tones are well-balanced. It's just uh, 24-hour uh, active battery life. You can listen to 24 hours of your Avario Speedwagon. That's crazy. No, weird. You can listen to weird for 24 hours without having to recharge your Bluetooth headphones. That's crazy. Yeah. And you get 20 days of standby. I've got to take you on your word on this. But this is the perfect companion for you at home or, or on the go. Uh, connect you to any device. It, it connects to any device that has Bluetooth. What if I need to plug into something with an auxiliary cord? Well, that's what I'm doing here with our audio box. Oh, I guess I could see that right there. At yeah. Leeberry Studios, they don't have Bluetooth. What if I want to personalize it? You can personalize it with these little interchangeable caps. Could I put like a weird logo there in the cap? You can. You can put weird. You can get all kind of special ones. Uh, the, the, it's got a combination of high polished metal and matte Could surfaces. I put... Could I put a customized panel that, that's a picture of an ear? You, so you when wanted. people walk up, they think that's, that's Oh, my you could ear. put a Bluebell logo, like you were talking earlier. Ice cream. Yeah. No, I'll put a picture of an ear. People won't even see I've got headphones on. They'll just see, that's my, possible. They'll see my ear. Yeah. But about Studio, they wanted to revolutionize the way people see headphones. So they're not just a tech device, and these are top-of-the-line tech, but the prices are not top-of-the-line. The prices are amazing. You talk about, you see these overpriced headphones everywhere. You know, the trendy ones that the stars wear. Oh, yeah. We won't say the name. No, but these studios are underpriced, especially for the quality you get. It's amazing. So, currently, the headphone uh, market can offer one or two things, style or tech. But with studio, you get fashionable headphones that are extremely well well made and sound fantastic. Normally, fashionable headphones lack proper sound quality. You know, if you see fancy headphones that just look like a, a fashion statement, you know they're not going to sound I'm good. I'm really looking for some modern Scandinavian design. That's what you got right here. Really? Yes. No, I don't have it. You do. Well, most high-tech variations are bulky, and they're not design-oriented, but... Studio wanted to bridge that gap, so while emphasizing the modern Scandinavian design, which you were just speaking of. That's what I was requesting. Yes. They also provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. And I got to no ha- have a pair. We're going to get you a pair. I got to have a pair. But if you want to order a pair. Oh, I can, now I've got to order a pair? If you want to order a pair. Can I get a discount? By the way, worldwide shipping is free. Can I get a discount? You can get a discount. Can I get a witness? Just use the promo code WEIRD and you get 15% off your order. So you get 15% off already low-priced, free shipping, amazing quality headphones. You get free shipping, and you're supporting your favorite podcast. Weird. Wow. 
And is you studio.com or something? Yeah, you go to studio.com. But we'll also put a link in our show notes. But just make sure you use the promo code WEIRD to get your 15% discount. Off your entire order, Craig. Everything you order. So I've ordered like a bunch of stuff. I'll get a bunch of 15% Yeah, you, if you order 15 pair of these Regents like I'm wearing, my goodness, you'd save a lot. Don't get tangled up. Don't get tangled up. Go Bluetooth. Yeah. I like that Bluetooth thing. Su- you got. Su- the, the, Su- the Bluetooth thing you got happening over there. Yeah, and read about the uh, the connection between Phil Collins and Studio when you get yours in the mail. You, and what? they came quick, too. I got them, like, in, in four days. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> must be nice. I love them. My mail must be broken. <laughs> well, where we live, it's a possibility. I mean, you know. Yeah. I guess we have to, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just a co-host. I don't really need any. Well, I'm just a co-host. Oh, I, so you got some. Well... You know why? Because you played me. That's we're working. No, we're working on yours. Hey, let's go to the top story. Top story. Chevy Camaro driver with vanity plate dirt bag arrested in Washington. If you're going to dish out the money for a vanity plate, why would you? I guess this guy's proud of being a dirt His bag. His name is Harold Dirtbag. What are you saying? <laughs> His name's not. He Harold comes dirt from bag. a long. He comes from a long line of dirt bags. Uh, possibly. <laughs> A 40-year-old Washington driver was arrested after apparently living up uh, to his Chevy Camaro's vanity plate dirt bag. Police say he rear-ended another car at a car wash, pulled a gun, shouted racial slurs, locked himself inside his car, and punched a a police officer in the face before finally being arrested. Sounds like a dirt bag. (laughs) It's a big day. The car (laughs) has since been impounded, and the driver charged with first-degree assault with a firearm, assault on a police officer, malicious harassment, obstructing police, and... (sighs) Resisting arrest. According to the Bellevue Police of Awake, we got a Bellevue. Yes, we do, but it wasn't here. This is in Washington. Uh, I, yeah, I know. I just wanted to bring up the fact that Washington. We, all, we have a Bellevue. Bellevue. Lots of um, Bellevues. According to the Bellevue Police Department, the Camaro's driver hit another car while the two were waiting in line at a car wash. When the other driver began to take photos, police say the Camaro's driver pulled a handgun and began making threats. When police arrived, the driver returned to his Camaro. Can they use the word Camaro six more times? You know, Sarah had a Camaro for a short time. That's that's a good story. And refused to leave or follow the officer's nice orders. car. What happened to her Camaro? She had to take it back. It was a rental. <laughs> she had it for a week, though. You 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 humor you you chuckle at your lone jokes a lot. As he was being as he was being pulled from the vehicle, police say he punched an officer in the face while threatening to kill others. He also shouted racist remarks at the driver at the other driver. Bellevue PD then tased and arrested the Camaro's driver. Good. The officer he hit was taken to a hospital. Man, he must have some fast hit or something. He he's, must be powerful. He's got anger issues. Oh, we got you know what? We don't get to use this theme song very often, so I'm gonna you use it here. Fake news, fake news, it works for this story. I assumed it did, you were playing it. Why can't you tell the truth? Fake news. That's my favorite part. Headline is, fake research paper based on Star Trek Voyager's worst episode was actually published by a scientific journal. Okay. You ever watch Star Trek? I've seen the old episodes. I have never seen an I've episode. I've never watched that many of them. I've, I've seen, seen the movie. I've seen the movies. I've never seen Friends either. I've never seen an episode of Friends. Well, they'll be there for you <laughs> when you're ready. Threshold is one of the most infamous Star Trek episodes ever. Uh, you know what we're talking about? The one with Warp 10 and the weird evolved amphibians. Is this, well, is this the one where they did the really bad choreographed fight between him and the uh, lizard guy? I don't know. Well, it was also a recent subject of a fake scientific research paper submitted in a test to expose the ever-growing problem of predatory 
of predatory, yeah, scientific journals. You you surprised yourself knowing that word, didn't you? (laughs) An anonymous biologist looking to expose how easy it is to get fake news into supposedly peer-reviewed scientific journals inspired by a recent attempt uh, that got a paper about Star Wars midi-chlorians published in three different journals. He recently submitted a paper titled Rapid Genetic and Developmental Morphological Change Following Extreme Celerity. Celerity. Is that when you eat a lot of celery? Yeah, celerity. The author was listed as Dr. Lewis Zimmerman, which is actually the name of the Holland engineer. Holland engineer. Hollow engineer. He's in <laughs> Hollow engineer. He's got nothing inside him. That programmed Voyager's emergency medical holograms. Uh, the paper was essentially a recap of the events of Threshold, the terrible season two episode in which Voyager's helmsman Tom Paris attempts to break the theoretical warp 10 speed barrier. Something never done in Trek's universe. Did they ever take the ludicrous speed? Turns out it was for a good reason, because apparently when you do reach the extreme, extreme celery of celery, you're having a really bad celery of when you have extreme celery of warp 10, you end up in. 1954. No, no that's weird. Yeah, and weird. You turn into a weird amphibian person, capture your captain, evolve them into a weird amphibian person, and then fully evolve into an actual space salamander and mate with each other. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Woo! Look, there's a reason uh, even people who made this episode call it a real low point. <laughs> wow, was that the original series? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I've never seen an episode. I've heard that before. I've never seen an episode. You going to bring that up again? Of that or Friends. You going to bring it up again? Why? You want to vote on it? No, you just keep re- <laughs> you keep returning to the same thing again and again. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. <clears throat> I did see one of the movies yeah, the, and, and fell asleep. I didn't the know first, what was The going first on. movie was horrible. Yeah. But as a rule, the even-numbered ones are good. So I didn't actually see the movie. I paid, bought a ticket and went in there and fell asleep. So, no, I've never even seen it. free at home. I know. I do. Often. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. This just in. Chinese woman joins handbag in x-ray machine. You're not putting my bag in that machine. Okay, I'll go with it. This is not your story. You're not allowed to do your voice. I go with that bag. Way go. Worried about her bags being stolen. Uh, worried about your bags being stolen at security. One Chinese woman joined her bag, her handbag, through an x-ray machine to prevent just that. Give me that bag. Okay, I'll go with it. Staff at Dongguan Rail, Railway Station in southern China were shocked to find the silhouette of a train commuter on their x-ray monitors. That can't be healthy. Oh, I'm so hungry now. The, the downside was she had to pay a copay. <laughs> Nothing. We're going to get you a soundboard. <laughs> an online video showed the bizarre incident took place on Sunday during the Lunar New Year travel rush. After climbing off the conveyor belt, the woman checked her bags and left. <laughs> extraordinary. Like nothing to see here. I'm out. Uh, extraordinary x-ray images show the woman kneeling on all fours behind her luggage, still wearing high heel shoes. It is unclear why the woman was so anxious about her handbag, uh, but many people in China carry large amounts of cash when traveling home for the Chinese New Year. Why are you taking a picture of me right now? I'm going to post this online. Why? Uh, it's just because I'm taking a picture. This is what it looks like to me while we're podcasting. Oh, great. 
The uh, the commuter had earlier placed her suitcase on the conveyor belt before attempting to walk through the security scanner with a small handbag. Footage from pear video shows. Ooh, they got pears. Those are yummy. I like, oh, you like plums, plums, pears. What kind of fruit do you think, like? I like pears because you know what? The texture is different. Yeah. It, it, Some people don't like it. Like Glenda doesn't like pears because they're weird. They are weird, but I do like them. And they're, but I don't like the pear flavored jelly bellies. Those are nasty. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah. Anyway, so some pear was shooting a video. Um, she was then told all that's bags had it. to get. That's what it says. Footage from pear video. Okay. How is he holding the camera? I don't know. Uh, she was then told all bags had to go through x-ray, all, through the x-ray, x-ray machine. Uh, but she refused to part with her handbag. Her solution was, because her drugs were in there, uh, her solution was to join her belongings on the conveyor belt, and she climbed out the other side. With one security guard laughing with surprise. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> Why you get in there? We give you bad bag. We give it bad. We don't no, you don't. Stop. That's not right. <laughs> I'm going through with the bag. Rail station, rail station staff in Dongguan have since advised passengers not to enter the x-ray machines as radiation given off by the scanners could be harmful. Local media reported. Yes, I would think so. It can't be healthy. The woman, what if she had like a illegal, like a, like a dog or cat or something in there? <laughs> The woman, the woman was uh, one of the, an estimated 390 million people expected to travel by train for the Chinese New Year holiday, which falls on February 16th. Wow. Yeah. Which has already happened. Well, here's a headline for you, Craig. Doctors found a snail growing in an 11-year-old boy's elbow. Elbow? <laughs> yes. It's a snail bow. It's a snail bow. <laughs> he named it Turbo. It's a snail bow. When an 11-year-old boy... How does that work? I'm about to explain it. When an 11-year-old boy cut his elbow after slipping and falling in a Southern California tide pool, his parents patched him up. Put a little band-aid on it. He slipped and fell in a tide pod? Not a tide pod, in a tide pool. Oh. Good night. Is that a pool full of tide? But when the wound appeared to be getting worse after a week, they took him to the hospital. That's when Dr. Albert Catt... An assistant professor at pediatrics at Loma Linda University. Oh, oh boy. Sadly, I actually know about that place. <laughs> yes, it's different than your Belinda, but it's still bad news. No, I know Loma Linda. Yeah, in uh, Los Angeles, discovered something surprising. A sea snail had hatched inside a skin abscess in the wound. Ugh. Escargo. <sighs> and it was still alive. The unique characteristic of this, what is that inter, in, intertidal, intertidal mollusk sure, why not? appeared to have enabled it to survive in the subcutaneous, subcutaneous tissue. tissue. Watch, a watch a medical TV show now and then. Despite the hostile environment of a skin abscess. I used to watch Emergency. You think that would have learned me? I like The Good Doctor. That's the, a good show. Oh, that's a new one. That's fairly new. Yeah, Freddie Highmore. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what he wrote. Poli- uh, doctors believe a snail egg became embedded in the wound when the boy fell into the tide pool. Uh, pediatricians allowed the visibly excited boy to take the snail, uh, identified as a checkered periwinkle marine snail, home with him to show his friends, according to the journal. But the snail named Turbo by the boy died just a day after being removed from the abscess. The boy what, died? No, the boy didn't die. The snail died because they took him out of his you know little home there. Hey, we got a Seven Eleven story. I'm gonna, this is yours. Um, Look, it's front drama. Hey, <laughs> Finally, she's out of her meeting. Time. She's, meeting she's going to the week. rehab now. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's going to hear that. Good. 
You know, if I have to deal with Randall, I got to deal with her. It's like always something. <laughs> I got to deal with you for like, you know. Randall, Randall's awesome. Randall's awesome. We like Randall. I'm just picking on Randall this week. You know why? Yeah. Smug Randall. <laughs> he needs a shirt. He needs a coffee cup that says Smug Randall. That uh, smug look on his face. What are you doing over there? I'm, I'm posting that uh, picture I just took of you. Great. Hey, yeah. this is in man-wielding board with nails. Rob's downtown Silver Spring 7-Eleven. A board with nails. You know what, Craig? We've got to outlaw nails, and we've got to outlaw yeah. boards. Well, yeah. Uh, but you know, if you outlaw nails and boards, only, only boards. outlaws will have nails. <laughs> only boards will have nails and outlaws. Outlaws, yeah, or that's, something. It, that's it. Uh, a man carrying a wooden board with, a, with uh, protruding nails robbed a downtown Silver Spring 7-Eleven on Georgia Avenue early Sunday morning while customers were inside, according to Montgomery County Police. After entering the store, the man approached an employee working behind the counter and demanded cash from the register, according to a Montgomery County Police press release issued Wednesday. He fled on foot after... It'd be so funny if he tripped and fell on the board. Uh, after receiving an undisclosed amount of cash, the armed robbery occurred just before 7 a.m. According to the police, police are asking the public for help identifying the man and released a video of the robbery Wednesday. Uh, in the video, the man wearing a dark hoodie walks directly to the register, which is slightly out of frame. Well, they should probably fix that so you can see the register in frame. <laughs> as the worst security ever. Uh, oh my gosh, your next story here. This came to us from our buddy Mark Pat. And I saw this movie. Yeah, you have seen this. Headline is Peter Rabbit film facing boycott over controversial food allergy this bullying scene. Another stupid. Oh, it makes me angry is what just, it does. Oh, it makes me so mad. Ugh. Oh, it makes me mad. I made the mad face. Ugh. Do you remember this scene from the movie? Absolutely. And Bra- you know, and you know what they also don't tell you? What? The guy had the guy had uh, one of those um uh, EpiPens. Oh, did he really? Yeah. First of all, I hope his parents were wealthy. First of all, well, there's a gen- there's a generic one now. First of all, yeah, it's a movie, right? Okay? A cartoon movie. Yes. Well, mix. It's a mix, isn't it? Cartoon and real life. It's a uh, computer. Yeah. The, the yeah. rabbits are all computer, and the animals are all computer animated. Yeah. It, it's actually a really cute movie. I'm sure it is. I you, won't be you, seeing you it. You can't stand fun, uplifting, family friendly movies. That's true. Um, but but I our family we we like the Paddington movies. They're actually really those good. are terrible. No, they're not. They're not really good. They're awesome. I couldn't sit through one because you're, you're an idiot. I but tried. anyway, so so they're really good. I stopped at like Toy Story. So I enjoyed those, so, but then I just don't get into them. I don't anymore. care about that. So Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Uh, Glenna wanted to go see it because Why? she lo- it's, it's Beatrice Potter, man. It's like a classic yeah, story. Yeah, but everybody knows the story. He's got a wee little blue coat he wears. Uh, yeah, he, he did on the cover, actually. So anyway, so um, who was reading this? Are you reading the story? Yeah, this is mine. This Read mine. the story and I will fill in what happens in the movie. Brand new film, Peter Rabbit, has sparked criticism for a scene which depicts food allergy bullying. First of all. Yeah. There was no direct bullying. Um, it's a rabbit. It's an imaginary rabbit. There wasn't rabbit. really... That's Harvey. There was... Re, there was re, now, that's a good movie. I love that movie. Yes. So, uh, that's where Butter Your Necktie comes from. <laughs> I love that movie. I could watch it over and over. So, it wasn't so much bullying. They're slingshotting food at him, whatever, and they, they try to hit him in the mouth with a blackberry because they know he's allergic to it. Well, well that's la- mean. Last, that is bullying. Last, last time I checked, <laughs> rabbits don't really understand food allergies and how they work. They and just, they also don't wear little blue coats. <laughs> I'm just saying. They, they do because I saw it. It was in the movie. <laughs> it was on the book. I don't know what kind of proof well, you need. you also said one of the rabbits had an EpiPen. No, the guy did. Oh, Mr. the guy Mr. did. Mr. McGregor, the, the, the new guy. See, 
Sam Neill is the original McGregor. Yeah, the old guy, McGregor. He, he's the Mr. McGregor. He, fall, he falls over dead in, in the in the. They're not yelling because the guy falls over dead in a kids movie. No, that's okay. <laughs> but then, but then his his nephew is the new one. He's the young buck that comes and he's going to take over. He's going to sell the place, fix it, and he's out to get. All of them too, because they're going into his garden and stealing his, his food. Stealing his food, yeah. And well, he uh, should get them. Well, they're rabbits. That's he what grows they do. that stuff. Well, he was growing it really well for a guy that worked at like Harrods the day before. Okay, he's doing really good. Yeah. So, um, they know he's got. It was slapstick. He he's got a food allergy. It was slapstick. The the, the imaginary rabbits that were made in a computer slingshotted a blackberry into his mouth. He ate it. He falls over immediately pulls out an EpiPen like you would if you got stung by a bee and you were allergic. Or ate he, a tree nut. Exactly. Yeah. Stabs himself. Two seconds later, it's a non-issue. It's over. You know what this story is? It's it's the These are the days of America. Yeah. There's oversensitivity. Yeah. There's political correctness run amok. It was stupid. I like that word amok. I know. I do. It was just stupid. It was just another example of a particular group whining because all they do. This is my new pet peeve. I'm sick of particular groups of people all they do is whine i agree they 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 come up with a reason to just bellyache over yeah. crap and, and we it, hear, and, and the news in, covers it that's one it, of the reasons it, we stopped watching the news and it's embarrassing yeah and i'm not saying which side of the fence you're on i'm just saying whoever you are doesn't matter we i mean i typically know who it is but if it's anybody Stop whining. Stop whining. I don't care you want who, some cheese? I, yeah, I don't care what side of the political fence you're on. Just quit whining. It's stupid. Numerous groups. Stupid thing. Upset because a rabbit shot a blackberry. Calm down. Numerous groups comprised of allergy sufferers are calling for a boycott due to a scene which reportedly shows a gang of bunnies attacking the nephew. Of a the gang. It was Flopsy, Mopsy, whatever. It was his sisters and his brother. <laughs> or it was once his cousin. A gang attacking. The First nephew. of all, they're they're right there. There is changing the narrative. It was not a gang of the lead character's nemesis, Mister McGregor, played by Sam Neill, with blackberries in the. But, uh, but he's not the one they do the blackberry thing. One such group, Global Anaphylaxis Awareness and Inclusive Inclusivity. I don't know that I can say some of those words on on our podcast. Demanded an apology from the film. Demanded like like they owe them anything. Sony Pictures. Uh, stating the film mocks the seriousness of allergic diseases, allergic diseases, and heartbreakingly disrespects disrespectful to the families of those that have most loved ones. It's entertainment. It's not reality. James, my son has a tree nut allergy, and and, and we and, joke and, about and, it. And, yeah, and if he saw them, like if I get some candy and I don't want him to eat it, I'll say, That's a, "Don't eat that. It's got tree nuts in." It. And, and so, like if he saw this movie and they were throwing, oh, like, he'd cry. No, they were showing walnuts at the guy, and he ate yeah. a walnut. He'd think it was funny. He would laugh hysterically, probably. Well, I don't know, because it's a kid's movie. He may not even laugh. And it, it's it, it's, so just, film, it's just kids with food allergies foundation, really. This this film stars James Corbin, Daisy Ridley, uh, Dom, Dom Margot Tom, Robbie's Wilson. in it. Um, it is later said to show the character stabbing himself in the leg with an EpiPen after falling seriously ill. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Good grief. Kids with Food Allergies Foundation posted an advisory notice on its Facebook page stating, uh, how, do, how should I read this? A snotty, the new movie, Peter Rabbit, has a scene that may be disturbing to young viewers. All the young viewers in my, in my audience were food, laughing. Who have a food allergy. A character, I say, a character intentionally attacked with his allergen. Allergen. Suck what a it up, word. Buttercup. This is stupid. Leading to an uh, use of the EpiPen. 
uh, parents should be aware. Of Here's this the thing: before your children see the movie, so you can talk. No, they don't need to be aware. Them. The kids think it's funny. The kid next to me is like in a recliner, and then theater's got the recliners. Yeah, she's laying. On her stomach, facing the screen, like she's laying on the recliner part, like it's a lawn chair, <laughs> laughing her butt off the whole movie. And the thing is, it wasn't like they hit, he, they, they shot with a slingshot. They, sh- they shoot this blackberry in his mouth. It wasn't like he fell to the ground, turned blue, swelled up, had to be defibbed. That, ha- that happened in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, there you go. Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. She it turned just, into a blueberry. Just, I laughed at that. Now, that was a good kids movie. They just, they just, please just, people just have a, professional complainers. Yeah. We need a theme for the. Uh, You've got me all worked up now. I didn't do it on purpose. Give me your headphones. I'll feel better. <laughs> I can't do that. Why? I can't. Why? These are on my ears. Give them to me. They're, I'm using them at the yeah. moment. Although I don't want whatever. It's on that one. My year. ears are normal now. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing normal about you. Hey, this just in. Car crashes into roof of house. Injured uh, driver unnoticed for 10 hours. You think if a car crashed into your roof? I think you'd probably look around. <laughs> what was that? It's not like it just fell out of the sky. You'd look around to see. How does a car crash into a roof? We had a car crash into a second story building a few okay, weeks ago. Okay. Well, back. let's say. Let's, I was, it's kind of funny we bring this up. I was noticing I was driving down uh, one of the parkways n- nearby. Ellington. No, I was on Briley. Briley, okay. And and there is a couple spots where you're driving, and you're up above the houses right off the road. Scary. So if you were to veer off and go, if somebody could actually breach the railing and go over, you'd land right in somebody's roof. Well, that must be what happened here. Yeah, you just got to think outside the box, man. You're just not thinking about it. A Harpswell man was stuck in his car with serious injuries for 10 hours Wednesday morning after he lost control of a vehicle. It went airborne and slammed into an unoccupied house. Well, ah, that's good. That explains it. Kevin O'Connor, 35, of Harpswell, was Kevin driving... Kevin O'Connor. That's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Can I finish? Go ahead. Uh, he was driving his 1995 Oldsmobile Cutlass on Harpswell Islands Road when oh, he crashed near road. midnight Tuesday. Yeah. That's a slippery road. you got to be careful. Yeah. Well, it's because of the island. That's right. Um, his car left the road and was airborne when it slammed into the roof of a house and came to rest against an exterior wall, according to the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office. The house sits partway down a slope that descends from the road to Mackerel Cove. Holy Mackerel Cove! <laughs> O'Connor was the only occupant of the car. He suffered multiple broken limbs and a head injury, according to police. Ah. Because no one was inside the house, the accident went unreported. Nobody heard. Well, that'd be weird. They heard the noise but didn't see anything. That would be. Well, that would be kind of weird. Now, if that there's was, been times where I've heard noise and not known what it is. And, that's what I'm saying. If it was yeah. dark or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, went unreported. Uh, he had a cell phone, but the battery was dead. Okay, really? Charge your phone before you leave the house? A passerby discovered the accident at 10 a.m. Wednesday well, and called police. In his defense, maybe it knocked him out for a couple hours. No, he said his phone was dead. Yeah, maybe it knocked him out for a couple hours and his phone just died while if he was If he had those headphones on you're wearing, you could have listened to music for 24 hours. He could have. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he could have. Oh, no, he couldn't because his phone we was gotta dead. we got to get you a pair his of His phone was dead. He couldn't because his phone was dead. Exactly. Uh, Maine Med spokesman uh, Matt Wickenheiser said he was unable to provide O'Connor's condition Wednesday night. Speed was a factor in the crash, which remains under investigation by the sheriff's office. Did you hear? Did you see where the woman and her her child, like baby or toddler, were in a car and they had a wreck and her Apple Watch saved her? No. She, she had uh, head injury bad enough that she was confused for weeks the article said she was weeks like i think that's what she said and and so she was she opened her eyes after the wreck couldn't see and she her child's in the car and she realizes wait i got my phone i got my watch rather 
So you hold down the you know the, you hold down the one button on the watch and it goes roop, roop, roop. so it's making this funny noise that sounds better than what I just did yeah and it'll do a countdown and then it'll notify nine one one how about that and they found her and she has like bulging vertebrae these discs and stuff that are messed up and Ugh. she's recovering she had a bad concussion and the child was fortunately just bruised a little or something well that's better than the uh, what could have happened. Right, and so so this guy, if he would have had an Apple Watch, an Apple Watch, uh, he could have just held that button down. And uh, yeah, my Pebble doesn't have that. <clears throat> well, he could have, except if his phone was dead or if he didn't have the LTE version of the watch. Right, that has the carrier. Yeah. Hey, do I sound different? You're a carrier. I'm using a new microphone. Do you notice? You're that? using a backup microphone, which you just pulled out of a closet. <laughs> I am using a backup. My mic died. And I'm glad uh-huh. I had the backup with me. Which mic is it? Although we're at Lee Berry, I could have uh, probably borrowed a microphone from Front Drama or something. But anyway, I feel like I'm sounding different. It's a, it's a different brand. It's just your age. Whatever. Headline is Jamaican bobsled coach quits Olympic team and may take the sled. Wow. Have you watched any of the Olympics? No. You know, they're over now, but I love the Winter Olympics. It's like my favorite. I love the Winter Olympics. I actually like to watch curling. I love curling. Curling is so fun to the watch. The thing is, once I look at it, I can't look away. Same here. Uh, it was on uh, one of the TVs in the break room at work last week. I didn't want to go back to yeah. work after lunch because yeah. I was all wrapped up in the curling. I want to play it, too, by the way. But anyway, the drive, the driver coach of Jamaica's bobsled team has abruptly left the team just days before it's scheduled to begin Olympic competition in Pyeongchang. And according to the BBC, she may take. The, she said, I'm going home and I'm taking my sled with me. That's what she said. Yeah. The Jamaica Bobsled Federation said in a statement Wednesday that Sandra Carissus, a 43-year-old German, uh, what she said was, I'm going home and taking my, mm, show me your papers, bobsled. Is that what she said? Something like that. Uh, She was a gold medal, uh, won a gold medal as a competitor in 2006 games, has elected not to continue her position. She told the BBC that her departure was triggered by the Federation's attempt to change her role to track performance analyst, which would limit her interaction with the team's athletes. Well, okay, I can understand her then. To add the intrigue, she told uh, the British news organization that she is legally, <laughs> legally responsible for the team's sled and wants payment for it. She said, if you're keeping my sled, you're going to pay for it. The Federation disputed that she owns the sled and denies that the team will have to withdraw from the Olympics. You know, I didn't watch uh, the bobsledding. I wonder if they if they made it. What? Who's carrying the Olympics? Who's NBC. A- so I could have been watching some yeah, of this. Is it yeah. still on? Yeah, well, as we record this, it is, but at the time of the airing, it won't be. Yeah, but it's, I'll watch I some see, today. Can I still see curling right now? I don't know, because curling was it was pretty heavy uh, early in the week. Well, those that's because those things, they slide across the, the, stones. the stones. They're yeah. heavy. Yeah. I almost printed off a story where stones, uh, every stone ever used in curling has come from the same little tiny I island. saw a video, yeah, but I didn't get to watch it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't participate in that story very much. Was it a good story? Eh, not really. That's probably why I checked out on Jamaican bobsled. Can we you go know, to something always, more exciting? I always think of John Candy. Oh, yeah, I too. Yeah. Cool Runnings. Great movie. Yeah, that was good. Although it's considered racist today. Oh, whatever. By some people. Whatever. I swear. So, this just in? Yeah, yeah. You believe that? Police probing after man receives more than 100 unwanted pizzas and he complains about it what is an unwanted pizza i don't even know what that means a german lawyer is seeking help from the police after someone apparently ordered more than 100 pizzas to his office the orders are still coming well shut up and just eat them (laughs) enjoy it man don't complain unless it's got like sardines on it or something yeah then yeah then yeah um guido grohl 
said his office in Dortmund, Dortmund. Dortmund received more than 100 pizzas from various restaurants in the span of two weeks, despite no one in the office ordering food. Again, ordering food. what's the problem? Free lunch. He said the orders have recently become more varied with unwanted currywurst and sushi also arriving at his office. Police have opened an investigation into the orders. Well, the police will just come take it and eat it. Uh, but investigators <laughs> donuts. said fraud charges are unlikely as Grohl is not required to pay for the unwanted food. Okay, so why doesn't that happen to us? Well, this is a very, very short version of a long story, which he is actually being stalked, is the thing. There's, there's oh, then a, you'd be curious about the food. If you eat the food. Yeah, right? he's being stalked. But, but anyway. Like, did you notice that someone's been going through the donuts in the break room here at Leeberry? They've been sticking their fingers in the middle of them, trying to see which one's got jelly and which one doesn't. Oh, that was me. Oh, <laughs> I should have known you have jelly on your fingers. Because certain jellies I do like, but some of them I don't. There's a better way to do that. How? Take just bite little, them? Take one of the plastic knives also in the break room and just well, cut it. I haven't it. been using my actual finger. I've been using a straw, although it may look the like. The footage says otherwise. <laughs> okay, whatever. Headline is, woman says hairdryer became a blowtorch when it's first on its first use. Again, why are you complaining? <laughs> you got a free... Those you got things a free, are expensive. You got a free, a free blowtorch. Elon Musk was selling... No, that's a flamethrower. That, well, that's true. That's true. Uh, this came to us uh, from UPI on Valentine's Day. A South Carolina woman shared a video of hairdryer that became a blowtorch on its first use after... <laughs> After she purchases from a third-party Amazon seller. You got to be, the- be very careful with the third parties there. Erica Showbread posted a pair of videos. Shul- no, what's the middle name? Ogden. Ogden Showbread. <laughs> Erica Ogden Showbread. Erica Ogden Showbread. She posted a pair of videos to Facebook showing flames shooting from the hairdryer where the warm air is supposed to come out. You talk about a bad hair day. <laughs> My new hair dryer, more like hair fryer. Oh, she's got a million of them. We should have her on the show. Yeah, she's funny. From Oracorp on Amazon.com became a blowtorch on its first use this morning. The Statenberg resident, Spartanburg? Spartanburg resident said unplugging the dryer led to a small burn on her hand, but she was, otherwise, arm. Yeah, she was otherwise uninjured. I'm so fortunate the dryer was pointing away from me. I'll say, what if she just turned it on a scorched her hand with that thing and that her five-year-old daughter was not getting ready with me that morning oh that could have been terrible showbread said that she bought the dryer from a third-party amazon seller called oracorp oar corp she said the amazon that amazon offered her full refund on the purchase amazon's good about that this is the bad thing about amazon they have got their hands in so many different things now with the reseller programs and all this kind of stuff third parties you don't know what you and you You really don't and you and i know from going to our place we go dig through the bins there's a lot of crap they sell lots of crap but Oracorp has yet to respond to the complaint. I bet they've shut their doors. <laughs> they're probably some other corp right now. Oh, no. They're, they burned down. <laughs> An Amazon representative said that the hairdryer has been removed from the website. So how do you like that? I don't. I don't really like it at all. Free blowtorch. Or not free. That's true. $5. Florida man's gas pedal gets stuck going 100 miles per hour. I guess the whole car was actually going 100 miles per hour, but the <laughs> gas pedal was part of it. The car was still sitting there. The pedal was just... <laughs> A Florida man had to call 911 after the gas pedal of his car got stuck while going nearly 100 miles per hour down a busy Florida highway. I think my gas pedal is stuck on my car, and I'm on I-95. I'm going to try this one day. Joseph Cooper, 28, said in a frantic call to 911 as his car bolted down the highway (laughs) in Indian River County on Florida's east coast. When the 911 employee asked Cooper if he tried the emergency brake, he nixed that suggestion. Ma'am, I'm not going to do 
that at 100 miles an hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> Flip the car. <laughs> Run the brakes for sure. Uh, well, who cares at that point? You just got to stop it. Did you try just turning the car off? But the emergency brakes stop the back wheels. Well, you can pull it slowly in some cars. Yeah. But yeah. what about just turning the key off? Well, unless it's that a smarter, may work or may not unless work. Unless it's a smarter. And the thing is, back in high school, I shouldn't say this, but back in high school, we thought it was funny to get on this pikeway that we were talking about earlier. Pikeway. Uh, and Parkway? go as fast as we can and then pull the emergency brakes because it locks your rear wheels up and smoke goes flying. How are you alive? I don't know. Right now, if your parents are listening. I don't know. I remember one day my dad came out. It was a Sunday morning. We are going to church. He said, you've been running that clutch hard. I smell it. <laughs> the night before, we've been playing car tag. What's wrong with you? Oh, we had a lot of fun. How dude. are you alive? I don't know, angels. I guess so. Uh, let's see. So attempts to put the car in neutral and decelerate didn't work. Uh-huh. Get out of the way. <laughs> Cooper said on the recording as he shouted at other drivers. As Cooper's black 2003 BMW <laughs> X5 sped down the I-95 highway, Florida Highway Patrol troopers and Fellsmere Police Department officers were able to clear traffic in front of him. That's fast work on their part. <laughs> And then put spikes on the road to deflate his tires. Good. Make me flip my car. <laughs> yeah, flatten all my tires. It's not like I got a bad enough problem with my gas pedal sticking. Once the the tires were blown out, its speed <laughs> decreased. Troopers were able to bring it to a halt with a pit maneuver. Cooper drove. Oh, they pitted the guy. They pitted. They gave him a stinky pit. <laughs> They gave him the old onion, yep. uh, onion patch. Cooper drove approximately 50 miles with his gas pedal stuck before his car was finally stopped. He better hope he can prove that thing was stuck. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to try this. I'm going to call him one day doing 100 and yeah. say, my gas pedal stuck. It's not clear what caused the pedal mishap. No serious injuries were reported. Uh, but after the incident was over, Cooper complained of chest pains and was taken to a nearby hospital when he found out what it was going to cost to get BMW <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, sir. You know what that means. Oh, no, no, no. Watch out. Time for a snake story. Oh, the snake. Oh, freaky. The snake. Oh, the snake. Freaky. The snake. Oh, <laughs> headline is snake catcher surprised to find a big black mamba in a home i think come up come up on anything called black mamba or yeah big or small big or small <laughs> uh, listen i'll go even further to come up on a garden snake in your home yes that's bad news come up with a snake in your yard is bad enough we found a rat snake in our attic when we first moved in terrible anyway a reptile handler not a job i want called to a South Africa home to remove a snake was shocked to discover the offending serpent was a seven and a half foot black mamba. And they're deadly, aren't they? They are extremely deadly you in a painful the, way, too. You seen the guy like he's in India or somewhere and he's like uh, he's in India. He's in. Yeah. And he's like in this room full of like cobras idiot and he's no he's walking around he's an idiot he's done but he's dealing with them they're staying back and so they're <laughs> like on the, the floor cats, like the cats no they're something. on the floor and he's doing his cleanup whatever and they're like in the floor it's like he's just messing with them like all right i'm like what seriously idiot i'm telling you a snake handler or a reptile handler is a terrible job don't do it so they got a video of this shows the handler co-owner of nandondo reptile park they don't even know how to spell they're putting in, in tongat zoo natal Wow. Working to capture the large and highly I'm trans- venomous. I'm translating. Okay, thank you. Highly venomous snake after it was found hiding among some toys. What? Under a staircase. Good thing the kids weren't home. 
Hey, look at this fake uh, toy snake we found, Ma. I received a call about 8.40 a.m. and believing from the description given over the phone that it was a Mozambique spitting cobra, I just grabbed a short hook stick and a visor and raced off to do the rescue on my own, the man wrote. On arrival, I found myself looking at a seven and a half foot black mamba. The black mamba. That scares me to death just thinking about it. Not having a snake tongue on hand, I decided not to attempt to. Wait, did he say he wore a snake thong? No, no, he did not. Not having a snake? That would be uncomfortable. He decided not to attempt to neck and bag the snake, but rather he tried to guide the snake into a cardboard makeshift capture box. Come here, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. And this final sentence makes me angry, Craig. The snake will makes be released. Angry. Makes the snake will be released back into the wild next month. As long as it's the really far it. out in the wild. No, you've got it in a box. Why are you going to release it? Just kill it. Do the world a favor. Because well, there's like four hundred thousand billion trillion more. But still, it's a start. This uh, a trip of a thousand miles starts with one step. You know. Says you. No, that's that's actually time for the marches. Time for the Confucius. Yes. Time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 worst jobs in the world. I don't see co-host with you on here anymore. <laughs> Number 10. Guard at Buckingham Palace. Yeah, that it, one was... Well, they obviously... You, you not just anybody gets that job. No, they don't. Bobby and, and there were there is were it photos. Bobby is what they're called. Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> there uh, were photos. Bobby, <laughs> that gummit, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Number nine, portable toilet. I'll cleaner. tell you one thing, man. I ain't gonna go to the Buckingham Palace, man. I'm dang old looking at Bobby <laughs> and everything. Number nine, portable toilet cleaner should have been number one. Yes, yeah, me. that would have been number one. It's a bad one. Number eight, worst jobs in the world: roadkill remover. <laughs> that probably falls to the the. Um, Public works guys. Yeah, my brother used to do some of that when he worked uh, for the for the city. Number seven. What is that word? Flattus odor judge. Flattus. Flattus. Sometimes I don't know if they give us words to make us feel stupid. But, Should that uh, be flatuous odor judge? Flagellant odor judge. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. What, what, what job is that? No, Flattus odor judge. They no, got them on airplanes. Number now, six. So, so brawls don't break out. I guess. Number six. Brazil mosquito researcher. Yes, they actually have to get bitten by these mosquitoes. Nope. I'm out. Uh, Number five, janitor at a theater. Okay, hold up. If if a bunch of teenagers with brooms are janitors, okay. Yeah, but think about how sticky those floors oh, it's are horrible. in the bathrooms. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number four, executioner. Ugh. You know what you signed up for, right? That's Don't a complain. Creepy job, it's a, it's a horrible job. I always heard that, like in modern, you know, our modern times here, that I, I'd always heard that there were like. Three people and nobody knew who actually did it. Three but three different buttons. They don't know which one releases the uh, the serum or you're, whatever. You're, it is. you're all guilty. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Good. Number three, cat food quality taster. There is such a job no. of people that taste cat food. I told you once. I tasted some dog food joking around one time, and it was the most disgusting tasting <laughs> alien flavor I've ever in my life. I'm thinking. Who decided that this was good that the dogs would love it? Maybe. Well, the dogs apparently do. But dogs also sniff butts. That's true. Number Speaking th- of that. Number two <laughs> of the 10 worst jobs in the world, manure inspector. And the number one top 10 worst job in the world. Interchangeable with number nine. Sewer cleaner. I think number nine would be even worse. Did you say sewer cleaner? No, not sewer and not susudio. Susu- you just can keep bringing it up, aren't Studio you? Studio headphones. Go to studio.com, enter 
Enter the uh, the code WEIRD for your discount of 15% off already, already super low-priced quality headwear. Good grief. I can't I'm gonna talk. Go, I'm going to go home and listen to my substandard Soul Republic. We're working on it. Hey, thanks for listening. I, I, I have to be here listening. What are you talking about? All right. Well, check us out. WeirdNewsPodcast.com. Hey, we should. You think we're some Vegemite soon? I hope so. Hey, Adam. This is your friend. This is your mate, Craig. Where's that Vegemite, mate? Like a Vegemite sandwich. Nah, he probably forgot us. Kind of like you forgot to give me headphones. I also forgot to play the SpaceX Falcon Heavy launch. Nah, it's okay. We all, we've heard it. I'll play it twice next episode. I will walk out. I will leave. And you will hear a real door sound effect. Go get yourself some Bluebell. Oh, yeah. Bye. Darn it.